Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast and welcome back to a very, very exclusive one in terms of a speaking skill, guys. This is basically about building your confidence, okay? So I've actually written down or I've actually spoken about uh, being around people who will uplift your personality, uplift you socially, professionally, lots of different things, right? So let's put it into this example. Let me just talk about the friends and then I will give you step-by-step, step, which you can find on my blog at thearseniobuckshow.com. So, <sighs> that was all in one breath. There was a girl by the name of Ui. Ui was her her, uh, her nickname. And I used to teach her she was going to become a dental student at Rongsa University. And I remember one time she said, teacher. And I said, yes. She said, and you know what? I'm just so sick of me. I said, you're sick of you? She said, yes. I said, why? She said, my personality. I want a more outgoing personality. I said, Ui, who are your close friends? She told me five of her close friends. And I said, are they all shy? She said, yes. And then I stayed quiet. And I said, you do understand what's happening, right? And she looked around a little bit. And she said, oh, yes. I understand now. I'm shy because my friends are shy. See, guys, back when I was in a freshman in high school, there was a guy, one single guy that changed my personality. He brought that personality in out of me that was in me. He didn't give it to me, but I just created my own. But I was shy. I was timid. I was scared to make eye contact with girls. Freshman year of high school, of course, that could be very daunting when you're at a 4,000 student high school. And next thing you know, this guy by the name of Carlos, who I still talk to to this day, who is still one of the funniest people I've ever, probably the second or first funniest I've ever met in my life. He was, he had such an unbelievable personality. He was so funny. He was so this, he was so that, and I would just love being around him. And next thing you know, because I was around him so much, he continued to develop, develop more and more and more. And back, you know, into 2004, he had to switch a high school because of course he didn't live by my high school anymore. And after he switched to high schools, my personality and just everything about me, it kind of just went down because I didn't have that person who I lived around and breathed around all the time, you know? But the thing is, in those two years before he went to another high school on the other side of town, I became funny just like him. We would make a bus full of strangers erupt into laughter at the ages of 16. And so what I'm trying to tell you, all of you right now, in terms of building that confidence, you got to be around people who are confident. And you know what? Things will begin to change. And remember, this is the first one I'm going to come across right now. This This is the first rule I'm going to tell you right now. Perfect doesn't exist. Perfection does not exist. Okay? Les Brown, he always said, practice makes improvement. Those perfectionists, they're scared by the negative opinions of others. So if you're trying to perfect an accent or you're trying to perfect this or become someone that you're not, you're never going to be content and happy with the person you are already are. Remember that. Trying new things. That's the number two. To, in order to build that confidence, especially with communicating with other people around the globe and you know in your language and language and just about in your daily life you're going to have to try new things put yourself in a very uncomfortable position where you have to fail and a lot of you are like no 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 in my culture we can't fail well you know what 
that's the only way growth happens. I failed many times living here in Thailand. I failed many times at life. I failed uh, in terms of a career. I failed. Uh, well, I wouldn't say failed. But I did suffer some catastrophic blows here in Thailand. Uh, I did fail in fitness twice. Uh, a Spartan race in Thailand in a place called Chonburi. Just recently, this past May, it was one of the biggest failures I've ever had. I almost gave up on a race, and it wasn't even that long. Why? Because it was with the people. I went along with people who were not on my level. So, of course, when I started running and I started doing this and that, and I kept looking back and looking over my shoulder for these people who are walking, seemingly walking in a race that they should be running, I ended up becoming them. My body began to hurt like theirs. I began to feel old and very lethargic. Only two kilometers into a race. These failures are growth. And then I'm, un I'm able to understand new things. And then I say, okay, I'm going to try new things. I'm going to sign up for a gym membership at this gym that I love so much. And since then, this has been the healthiest I've ever been in my life. And I am at the age of 30. Could you believe that? The amount of size that I put on since being at this gym. And the way I'm getting ready to tackle one of the most difficult competitions in all of the world next month. It's because I'm trying new things. I'm putting myself out of the comfort zone in order for you to communicate with people from all over the world. You're going to have to face what isn't working. And if your personality stinks, hey, you know what? It's good. You're aware now. If you can't look someone in the eyes and if a foreigner comes to you and you're scared to speak with them, it's because you are comfortable being uncomfortable. But you need to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Does that make sense? So, do an exercise that helps you, of course, become healthier and happier and so many different things. And, of course, you can communicate with a lot of people. Now, setting realistic goals. I like this one, especially for English language learners. Because a lot of you right now, in terms of TOEIC, IELTS, TOEFL, whatever you're trying to achieve, you're not setting realistic goals. Now, I do not believe in realism. I do believe in cre creationism, Okay. I believe that I create everything around me, okay? Reality, a lot of people would say, oh, reality is that, you know, that's the fact that, you know, the world is getting hotter and this is happening, that's happening. That That's not reality to me because I know what's going to happen in the next two years is going to solve all the problems and the woes of what has been happening over the past 10 years. Now, realistically, TOEIC, if you say I want to get a perfect score on TOEIC, that's very unrealistic. If you say I want to get a 9 or 8.5 on IELTS, that's very unrealistic. I remember there was one student I saw a very, very long time ago, and she kept saying, oh, well, I got a seven. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm going to take it again. I'm like, why? Oh, because it's my pride. I'm like, and your pride is going to lose you 250 US dollars. Are you serious? You can't just take that number and realize that it's just a, a stupendous exam created by people just like you? Have realistic goals. If your goal is to get a six, aim at a 6.5, that's extremely realistic. If you took your IELTS test, you got a four, and in one month you said, oh, I want to get an eight, and you go to a language center and you say, hey, you need to get me this eight. If not, I want my, that month, my money back guaranteed. That is, not un that is very unrealistic. You got to be realistic about things that you are going after. Now, you got to celebrate those achievements too. Going back to that girl, she did not celebrate herself. How did she not celebrate herself? Well, simply because... She was still discontent with what she got rather than saying, oh, my God, I got a seven in IELTS. I'm in the upper 20 percent in the world. Instead, she said, oh, that's not good. That's not good. She's not celebrating her achievements. She's still demeaning and insulting her intelligence. 
And this is the biggest problem in terms of millennials. Guys, you need to celebrate your achievements. If you got a five, suck it in and say, this is my five. If you believe it's a failure, I want you to get that piece of paper, frame it, put it on your wall, look at it every morning, and let it motivate you. And then when you get that six, that 6.5, that seven, you're going to look back at that and say, oh my God, that was an achievement, getting that five. Now, being confident in your own ideas and opinions and feelings. Now, guys, this is a very difficult one, of course, because a lot of you live in cultures and are around people where you have to accept ideas and the ideas that have been around for X amount of years. However, there is a way to be hated and there is a way to be loved. I truly believe that. Now, let me tell you what that means. It's kind of like no one wins an argument. A sure way of making friends. Just because, of course, you know, arguing and this and that. It's kind of like this. If I give you feedback, when I give my students feedback, I never say but. I say, you know what? You are exceptionally well in listening. And if you continue to get better at reading, especially in the, of course, heading portion of the IELTS examination, you will get a, a very high score. See? They don't take it as criticism. They take it as motivation. So... That comes back to, of course, feelings. You want to be able, and especially as a teacher, as an educator, as an orator, as a person of power, as a person that has a, 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 fan, a voice that can inspire so many people around the world. You have to understand this, that your feelings, your ideas, your opinions mean everything. And if someone says, oh, you're stupid, you don't know what you're talking about, don't say, oh, well, no. And it's kind of like if a native speaker comes to you and is like, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand what you're saying. And, of course, you have the uppity Native speakers, the ones of the, uh, they, they like to claim themselves as, as the high class and, you know, they need to be pampered everywhere they go. They come to you and say, oh my God, I can't believe it. You don't, you can't speak English. Uh, why can't you speak English? Do not take that personal. That person is take it personal because they have failed at everything in their life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do not allow someone to take your confidence away. And now making contributions. Okay. It's kind of like giving your parents a hand at home. You know, give it, you know, helping someone with some work or some homework, uh, helping a blind lady, which I've done before. I love making contributions to a lot of people out here. There is a lady that lives in my condominium. She is a remarkable lady. And you know what? She can't see much. I don't know how much she can see, but she knows her way around, but she has to stick. You look in her eyes, obviously she's visually impaired and she walks around and she taps that stick everywhere. And I remember I'm like, I'm going to help this individual because she's just smiling away. And she says, oh, kap ka, meaning thank you, but in a very, very polite way. And I walk her up the steps, and then I have security from the SkyTrain. I wave him over. He comes over. He grabs her, and he takes her there. And I tell her to have a good day. She's like, thank you, kap ka. You see what I mean? I make contributions, and I have zero expectations of what I could get back. So, guys, start doing that. Help someone. If you're around native speakers and you're around native people at your school, whatever, do something for them, but do not expect anything. Because once you expect something, everything begins to change. Once you expect something, entitlement comes. You start saying, oh, well, she didn't give me this. I gave him this. See, you're not doing it from the heart. You have to make a contribution from the heart. So, guys, those are my seven rules for, of course, speaking skill, developing your confidence, developing yourself in general. Guys, we have the podcast, of course, with 
Oh, my Honduran friend coming up tomorrow. Then vocabulary on Sunday. I got even more sneak peeks because I found something. I'm going to be able to give you a lot more episodes on this season. So you guys stay tuned for that. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio. Over and out.